Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And that's what we do. We get you caught up with the people, the organizations, the, the government uh, folks that get you, uh, make San Antonio a better place to live. I'm very excited today because I know I'm going to learn a lot, and I know that I'm going to uh, uh, share some information with you that's very important. Our guest today, we've got two of them. Uh, our uh, guest is going to be uh, Renee Watson, who is the ch- 21 2021 chair of the Martin Luther King Jr. Commission here in San Antonio. We're going to talk about all the activities that are happening this week and how the march is going to be different on Monday than uh, usual. And uh, she's got a guest that she wanted to bring on the show, too. And uh, we're going to talk to them as well. Uh, Renee, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing very well. Very excited. And we're very honored to be on the program this morning to be able to share with the listeners what's going to be happening uh, at the march, the Uh, virtual march. Yeah, I'm excited too. I, I um, because I, I uh, I'll tell you more later. But introduce your guest to us, if you will. So when the commission decided that we would do a virtual march, we uh, in, engaged a filmmaker, and his name is Yaki Smith, and he is on the line with us this morning, and he'll be telling us a little bit about the vision that he's bringing for the journey down MLK Boulevard uh, in a virtual environment. Very good. Um, Yaki, do me a favor. You've got, you, we, we know you're a filmmaker, and you've got a title. You, you probably have to have two business cards just to fit it in. Tell f- folks what your credentials are at the University of Texas. Yeah, so I am uh, uh, both an associate professor of film and also the associate dean of diversity, equity, and inclusion in the Moody College of Communication at UT Austin. Okay. See, that is, whew, I'm exhausted. Just listen to it. <laughs> That's why I didn't do the introduction in long ways. I know he, he can say it real quick. You're very smart. Uh, Yaki, let's talk a little bit about, from your perspective, uh, what's what's Monday going to look like? Um, this this will air Saturday and Sunday. Kind of what, what do you envision and, and what do you plan to kind of put together to, to show the impact of this event? Yeah, you know, I you know, at first I just have to say, you know, and I'm really thanking Renee right now for inviting me in to do this because the march has played such an integral part of my life for as long as I can remember. And so to have been asked to create something that I know will live on for a very, very long time um, is not only an honor, um, but it was slightly overwhelming, right, because <laughs> I understand the pressure when you are creating something for a city that hosts the largest Martin Luther King Jr. celebration in the world. And so I hope that when people watch it, um, that they feel as though they're at the march. That was one of the first things that we talked about, is that we want people to feel like they're there. We want them to feel like they are experiencing some of the same things that they would have experienced if they were, again, marching down the MLK route, if they found themselves in Pittman-Sullivan Park um, at the commemorative uh, sort of uh, part of the program. And so you'll, you'll hear, you know, local performances, You'll hear the voices of activists. You'll hear the voices of clergy and interfaith leaders. Um, and you will just hear a lot of the same voices that you will have heard if you actually were at the march. Um, you know, my hope is that when people watch this, that it makes them stay at home. You know, look, we're still in the middle of a global pandemic. And, and, and I think right now the number one word is safety, safety, safety. Um, and so we hope that what we have created will not only keep people excited, but it will keep you so excited that you will stay at home, but that you will not feel cheated, right? That you will feel like, okay, we couldn't actually get out boots on the ground and march, but you still feel 
again, the spirit of the march, and you still feel the spirit of Dr. King's mission. Yeah, and the, the, the exciting thing, too, is, and I, I've seen other people that are now doing virtual events, is actually, um, you know, there is nothing like having it in person, but uh, this opens it up to more people who perhaps couldn't come down uh, and and be there in person. They can they can watch it, and we'll kind of discuss that with Renee, or you can too, of of how they watch it and and stuff. But but you may actually get people both in this city as well as uh, throughout the nation that that view uh, what you're what you're going to be filming. Yeah, and and I think that's the thing that makes us very exciting. You know, you know, as I said earlier, you know. San Antonio hosts the largest march, and a lot of people, it's, it's interesting, a lot of people that I tell uh, that fact to, they're like, huh, we didn't know that, right? Because mm-hmm. they've never really had an opportunity to experience how we do it down here. We do it bigger, we do it bolder, and we do it better. And so I hope that by us actually encapsulating that into a film and putting that in front of your, you know, on your television, on your phone, on your iPad, or however you will experience it from wherever you are in the world, that you will finally be able to see not only why we have the largest march, but again, how we actually celebrate Dr. King um, like no other city does. Yeah. Uh, and, and truly, I, I, I'm, I'm going to throw it back to you because I'm, I'm, I'm certain you can do a much better job than I can. But you said something, Yaki, earlier, and that was that, that this was kind of uh, you felt a strong obligation on how you're going to present this because this march uh, means so much to you. Can you talk a little bit about that and what what its impact has been on you? Yeah, you know, like like I said, you know, I've been marching as long as I can remember. You know, I've I've, I've marched again just as a participant. Then I've, I've sang in the choir. I've been in the band because I went to Sam Houston High School. Um, even when I was a student in Carnegie Word, I was coming out to the march and sometimes marching with the university. Um, and so it's meant so much to me for so many years. And so the one thing that I understand is, one, I, you know, like you say, I have an obligation to create something that people will not only sort of fall in love with, but that they will feel empowered by. Because I think every time that I would go to the march, I would leave that place feeling empowered. Right? You, you would hear a speech. You would um, interact with someone. You would hear a performance. Um, you would probably, you know, see someone that you hadn't seen in a long time, but there was something about those interactions that made you feel empowered, that made you feel like you had a responsibility to get out into your, into your community and actually do something for your community, and also made you uh, really, really understand on a much deeper level um, who Dr. King really was. You know, something that I've been saying is that we oftentimes have a, have a tendency to sanitize Dr. King, right? It's always the I have a dream speech, and I think that's a great speech. But there's also that Dr. King who says silence is betrayal, right? And 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 that Dr. King um, who said that you know we're coming to get our check. And I want to make sure that when you watch this, that not only do you celebrate the I, you know, the I have a dream, Dr. King, but again that that you feel charged by the Dr. King who said that you can never stop fighting for racial and social justice. And I hope that again that when you watch it, um, that it it makes you actually want to do that. Yaki Smith is our guest, and we're going to go and uh, take a switch real quick to, uh, um, sorry, uh, Renee, uh, Renee Watson, and, and who's the chair of the 2021 Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, March, and uh, she's the chair on the commission for the march. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little, um, and Renee, I just butchered that whole thing. I'll we'll, You and I will fix that in just a second. Uh, okay. Okay. But, um, Yaki, do you want to um, address this? How will folks be able to see this now? 
And and Renee, you and yeah, I will address Renee, it. Renee, if I miss something, you tell me. I know it's going to be TSTV. It's going to be News for San Antonio. It's going to be Fox San Antonio. It's going to be on Facebook. Am I missing something? YouTube. Okay. TAN TV, San Antonio Observer, and all of the MLK uh, Commission uh, social media platforms. And so that means that even if I miss it that day, I can still see it later that evening, or I can see it, I can share it and send it to friends, and they can see it on Tuesday or Wednesday. Is that right? Correct. We want you to see it as often as possible. It will be posted on uh, News 4 uh, uh, San Antonio because they're going to be live streaming it, but they're also going to post it because we want the schools, we want, you're going to want to see it more than one time. We guarantee you. Very cool. Uh, because we're we're going to be challenging you to really find some of the monuments and really focus on the boulevard. And you're going to have to be able to look at it more than one time. Yaki, did I forget anything? You did not. Okay. great. All right. We're going to let you go then. I know you got things that, that uh, you got a meeting that you need to run to. So thank you so much for coming on. And you did a great job. Thank you for having me. Okay. We're going to switch gears now. We're going to talk to Renee Watson, who is the chair of the 2021 Martin Luther King Jr. Commission in San Antonio that's responsible. Renee, tell me if I've got this right. Not only for the march, but other activities that will happen all through this weekend. This show will air Saturday and Sunday, so maybe we can address some of the things that are happening uh, on those days as well. Is that okay? That's great because we have some exciting events on Sunday as well as leading up to the march, which will be uh, virtual on Monday for that broadcast. Okay, so where do you want to begin? You want to do this chronologically and we'll uh, talk a little bit about what's happening on Saturday? Sure, why not? Okay. Uh, Oh, and and Renee, can I ask you a question too? This is a sidebar because Yaki's... uh, answer took me by surprise do you have a historical connection with the march as well well mine is much more um probably a lot more years than his okay because i was actually in reverend callis's class in 1975 he was my shop teacher so he started marching in 1968 and he was the pioneer and the founder of the san antonio the whole effort for the march Wow. So as as young students in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, he taught us, and we were out there marching for basic infrastructure. So he inspired me to be in public service, in which my career has been for the last 40 years. So when we look at um, the history of the mark, I attended Riley Middle School, which is now MLK, MLK Academy. Very cool. And so and, and that also leads us, I know on the website it talked about 1989, but the march really went, was was on bef- much before that. So under the leadership of Mayor uh, then Mayor Henry Cisneros, the city uh, established the MLK Commission in 1986. 86, the first okay. commissioner, uh, the chair of the commission, was Arenetta Pierce. So the march for 1987 is actually with the city uh, partner of the Reverend Callis and many of the community organizers that were moving um, to, to bring the march forward because at that time the conversation was getting the the the, the uh, state holiday and the federal holiday for Dr. King. So in 87, Reagan signed the bill, and then the state of Texas took till 91 to even get the state holiday. Hmm. So I was involved in all of those movements. In many years, we've always focused on the issues for the march. So like today, the issues are some of the, the unrest and some of the uh, police involvement um, and some of the, um, the COVID issues. Uh, but we've always had the issues as part of the march, and that's why it makes it so, so great. 
All right, so we're going to switch gears now. So let's talk a little bit. We're going to so tell folks. Actually, I, I keep switching, and I apologize, Renee. Tell folks right. again. The march is going to be virtual. So uh, what will happen on Monday? So what we decided as a commission, because we want to ensure safety of our visitors and our citizens, our residents, and everyone that comes. So on Monday morning at 10 a.m., you will be able to find a two-hour broadcast on one of the uh, NBC, Fox San Antonio, one of our live streams, or one of the social media channels to include a variety of mediums and platforms. So when you when you tune in, you're you're gonna we're we're recreating this journey. Though you were starting at the MLK Bridge the Freedom Bridge that's right in front of the Boys and Girls Club, where the march always starts. So we're creating and we're trying to get you to to be with your family at home and to watch this presentation. And as you go down the boulevard, as you are walking, there will be key landmarks, key different types of activities that you would see. You would see the school. So in the film, you would see individuals standing in front of the school talking about some experiences. Reverend Callis taught at that school. You will see the Boys and Girls Club. You will see MLK Park. And as you move down the boulevard, there's different entertainment, and then there's different storytelling, and then there's different highlights from the life of Dr. King, uh, especially like we do a tribute to John Lewis. There's some other individuals. Mayor Cisneros comes out and talks about his favorite part on the march. And you, if you've ever been out there, you will probably recognize some parts of the boulevard. If you haven't, we're going to challenge you to come back out next year and try to find those spots where the, where the film is taking you as you're walking down the, down the, um, down the march route. And, again, that's going to be um, what, what, two television stations um, starting at 10. Is that right? Yes, it's uh, News 4 San Antonio will be uh, live. You, you tune in. From, okay. It's a two-hour uh, movie. Uh, from 10 a.m. to noon, and again on um, Fox San Antonio, it will be broadcast on YouTube um, and a variety of uh, social media. You won't be able to miss it. And if you do miss it, we're going to ask you to you can have it. You can see the brief broadcast um, via their live streaming on News 4 San Antonio, Fox San Antonio, and a variety of um, um, social media channels. Now, Renee, is this your first? I apologize for not knowing this. Is this your first year as chair? So in in in. Um, February of this year, right before the pandemic, Councilwoman Jada Andrew Sullivan asked me to serve as chair of the March Committee. So in October, as we were moving forward, there was a change in leadership, and I became the chair of the commission itself. So I serve in a dual role. I have two hats right now as the chair of the commission as well as the chair of the March Committee. So, yes, it is my very first time even being involved in the commission itself. Uh, over the 53 years of marching since with Dr. with Dr. Reverend Callis, and the 34 years here with the City of San Antonio's Commission, I've always been on the outside, just marching or either being a volunteer on one of the committees. Well, you picked a, a challenging year. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, so, what what was kind of going through the the committee's uh, heads as they kind of put this together? It's it's. I, I have a feeling you've already expressed it a little bit, which was to give the People watching, I mean, at what point did you decide it was going to have to be virtual? That's that's a good question. Well, my everyday job is what I do for a living is and I work at Burke County, and we do we were doing PPE distribution to small okay. business when the, when the pandemic first started. Commissioner Corps provided uh, over a million face masks to small business back starting in March and April. So we were following very closely what the predictions were from the CDC 
um, and how this virus probably was going to be right where it is. They were on point uh, of what was going to be happening in the nation. So we thought, and back in May, uh, there's no way we can social distance 300,000 individuals <laughs> because with the uprest of the election, we know our streets probably would have been full with all of the things that people wanted to get out and march about. Uh, protests were going on throughout the country. We expect those types of that those types of uh, individuals always come to the march, because Dr. King would have been at the front of all of these these uh, social justice uh, issues that we're seeing, and he would probably have been with the churches organized to make sure the vaccine distribution if he was if he was with us today. So it's no way we knew we could keep our people safe. So we went to the, the March committee, made a presentation to the mayor and to the city council um, a woman, and we said back in August we needed to pivot because we did not want to just say we're not going to do anything. Uh, many communities, uh, many events, uh, they basically said we can't do anything and we're not going to do anything. We're just going to wait till the next year. Mm. But this march means so much to individuals that we couldn't wait. We still wanted to educate, to celebrate, and we decided to hire the filmmaker to be able to help us to do that. No, that's cool. I'm glad. Yeah, it, I'm glad it's not going to be missed. So that's that's terrific. Okay, so now I'm going to switch. I'm going to pivot. Um, we'll, we'll go back and talk about the uh, the virtual march on Monday again. We'll revisit it, but the uh, the commission has other events that that go on starting Saturday and going all the way through Monday. I'm sorry, through a Tuesday. So we have events on Sunday, um, uh, I mean on Saturdays and Sunday, uh, and then on um, but the march itself, the presentation, the virtual presentation. So on Saturday, we are actually um, having an event called Time to Serve, because we understand that uh, people do want to get out, they want to do something, but we have to maintain the social distance, we have to maintain the face mask, the hand washing. So we partnered with the Center for Healthcare Services to do mm-hmm. what we call in the parks. So you can go out in any of your county parks as a family, and we want you to, to take a trash bag, do something where you're serving in one of your county parks. Take a picture and hashtag that on your social media, uh, MLK Commission. We will find that, and then we will start uh, putting that in our streams as well because that's a time to serve. And on Sunday at 2 o'clock, we have a U-Town Hall. That will be uh, broadcast on News 4 San Antonio as well as live streamed on their social media platforms. And what we're asking for that is we have identified several panelists as well as some young people to come in and talk about the issues, whether it's uh, uh, this virtual learning that everyone is having difficulty with or some other kind of social justice issues. And then at 4 o'clock, we're having an interfaith worship service, which will be broadcast on CTVSA, the Catholic television station, as well as TVSA on Channel 21 or the city's uh, television station. And then on Monday, we have the virtual march at 10 a.m. And then I thought on the website, too, I, I saw something that was Tuesday night. There was a, a speaker at Trinity, or maybe I've got that wrong. Yeah, that's, that's correct. The following Tuesday, there, there will be the lecture series at Trinity University. Um, so there's a variety of events, and, and all of the events in the calendar, everything is free. You can register for it, and you can find all of the information on the city's website at sanantonio.gov slash MLK. Okay, and so- we have an events calendar pro- posted. And that's sanantonio.gov slash MLK. And then you'll see, yeah, I'm looking at the events right now. Uh, right. Yeah, let's let's do this, too. Um, I know that these things are not easy uh, to do necessarily. And I, and I see as it talks about the, the broadcast and stuff uh, that uh, there are people, it looks like some 
corporate citizens that have gotten involved to make sure this happens too. You want to uh, kind of talk to us a little bit about how that happened and who's helping? It looks like HEB is a part of it. We, of course, we value our partnership that we have with HEB because HEB has always been a part of the MLK March, and their theme is that we believe. And during the pandemic, you saw it really firsthand with all of the grocery clerks in a way that they kept everyone, and they continue to keep our community safe and, and, and served with all of the products that we need every day. So we're very excited about HEB being a part of that. Then we have Valero Energy, and what are they doing? Well, um, and, and supporting of uh, their donation. And then we have USAA. They're doing our billboards to really to understand and let everybody know that the march is virtual. There will be no walking on the street. And we're not saying the word cancel. We're just saying virtual. Yeah. We want people to stay home and watch it and experience it from their home. Just a different uh, and experience. And there's a variety of others, uh, such as Bear County, um, donate, made a donation from Commissioner's Court on yesterday. Uh, and all of the funds that you see in all of those sponsors, um, their checks are made directly payable to the San Antonio Area Foundation. Because okay. the commission is, is committed to scholarships. We also have a car raffle that uh, Aunt Sarah Winton is uh, and Sarah Auto Group rather mm-hmm. has made available to us for for car raffles. We have already surpassed the um, amount that we raised last year with the car raffle. Oh, that's so great! So in this times, we're we're very excited about that because we know that students need more help now than ever to complete their education. And you can find out about all that, including the Aunt Sarah uh, on uh, San Antonio, uh, San Antonio. SanAntonio.gov slash MLK MLK is where you can find the information on it, too. Um, So uh, Renee Watson is our guest. She's the chair of the 2021 and Martin Luther King Jr. Commission. We're talking about all the things they're doing, including the march, which will be virtual this year. It will not be canceled. It will just be virtual. And I I do think, uh, Renee, if if we get the chance to visit again, that you're going to find that, um, you know, there were some pluses. You know, there was a, a... you know, that, that came out of this that you just didn't expect, uh, that you ended up touching lives. In fact, I'll, I'll ask you this question. Uh, since this is virtual, um, chances are that someone who can, can view the whole thing and may be shared with someone will just talk about a, a city randomly in Kansas City. So, um, you know, so you may touch lives that, that you just didn't even expect to, to impact. Um, what do you want, just like you talked about your experience uh, being a part of it, and so did Yaki, what do you want them to get out of it? What's, what's, that, what's a win for you for, if, for that uh, youngster in Kansas City that's watching this? Well, there's a variety of things. That's why we're really, we're really excited about doing it, because the educational aspect uh, of the film shows you that Dr. King's life was more than just a dream. There's a lot of different things and reflections and educational opportunities you can take away from the film. And that person may be related or may have come to the mission or may have gone through the Air Force uh, Training Center here in Mm -hmm. Bear County uh, in San Antonio. They may have been a part of Fort Sam Houston because we're such a military city. They may know someone that they say, oh, yeah, I remember going through San Antonio, but I didn't even know they had a march. Oh, they have a march? They have an MLK Boulevard? Yeah, this is what it's all about, and this is how the community comes together. Oh, wow, I want to be there next year. Yeah. Because when we go back post-pandemic, we want all of those individuals to come and march with us and be a part of this diverse community and recognizing the life and legacy of Dr. King and our local community uh, as we go forward. But the other aspect, we're already getting the calls. Because oh, really? Because many of the um, folks that went to school here, 
uh, their families still live here, their grandparents still live here. They haven't been able to come home and experience it in many, many years. But now they'll be, they're setting up Zoom calls like watch parties. Oh, wow. So, so they're going to have their, 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 the, 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 the person that lives here may be broadcasting it on News 4. They may be looking at it on Fox. And then the family and the kids and the grandkids and the great-great-grandkids are all over the country looking at the same thing. So now they really get to share it because they haven't been able to come home in years. So those are the kind of calls I'm already getting to say, thank you for doing this, and thank you all for not just saying you're not going to do anything, because we want our children to see what we looked at and what we experienced as children. And we know that that's why a lot of the multi-generational families come to the march. So we're, we're really excited to be able to present that type of opportunity that is so cool yeah see it, it's it's neat because again it's uh, out of something negative something positive came about um and you know yaki uh touched on this too renee and that is that people are surprised this is the largest march in the nation um why do you think it is what did what does san antonio understand about this and that makes it so successful because it's a march it's not a parade okay and that, that's what makes it different. Because you can come and walk and experience your own individual dream, or you can come and make a commitment to that dream, or you can come and watch others and their commitment and their issues, and no one really questions you and your dream or why you're there. Everybody embraces you. So over the years, we've seen the, the march really grow. We really saw it to uh, almost double in size when we bought uh, we started bringing national individuals here, such as Tom Jonah and his morning radio show. The audience that is attracted to it comes for a variety of reasons. When we're in the middle of a, a winning season for the San Antonio Spurs, and, mm-hmm. and we notice the crowd goes up because people see in San Antonio all the time, and they want to be a part of it. Um, as Henry Cicero says, we understand that the, the and he's quoted in the film saying that um, when he was mayor and over the years, people always ask him that same question: Why not Atlanta? Why not Washington D.C.? Why not Chicago? Why not Detroit? Uh, because they have much greater um, uh, African American populations. Well, San Antonio has the ability to learn from different populations, and we're committed to diversity, and that's why it's here. Very and cool. And we get we get excited about that every year. I've got about 30 seconds left. I'm going to let you get the last word and tell people again a little 30-second commercial about the, uh, the uh, virtual march on Monday. We invite you to take the time to be with your family, to stay home, and to stay safe, to watch the 2021 presentation of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. virtual march and legacy celebration, airing on Monday, January 18th at 10 a.m. to noon, on News 4 San Antonio, Fox San Antonio, and all of the social media platforms such as YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and live streaming from this uh, uh, information as well. You can find out more information at sanantonio.gov slash MLK. Renee Watson has been our guest. She's the chair of the 2021 MLK Junior Commission, and we've been talking about a wide variety of things they do. Renee, you did a great job. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break, or we're going to say goodbye for today, but join us next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick 